ladies and gentlemen, this is Shane here with um John, I'm back. Yeah, after being gone for a week. Uh we are here with episode two of the corner. Two point five? Yeah, because we had one episode <laughs> we couldn't get the original could not get uh posted up. So today we're gonna cover some topics. We're gonna cover a little bit of sports. Um we're gonna cover some trending things going on in the world. Yes, we're gonna touch on the one big thing going on right now. Um, and then we are going to get a little insight on cigars from the big fella. Oh, the cigar connoisseur. I wouldn't go that far. Well, just start that one into it. He knows more than I do, so that's all that matters. So, um, well, Maybe. let's get started. How are you feeling? Great. That's good. You Great. Missed, you missed a couple. You missed last week because you went. You were under a little under the weather. Yeah. Um. Those sinuses, man. Sinuses. I know. In, this day and age with the old uh, COVID-19, everything's a symptom, but it was uh, allergies. I, you know, decided I wasn't going to take my allergy medicine, you know, and it caught up to me. Well, that was dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. You know, I saw something weird about COVID, that Omicron, whatever this most recent variant name was, I think that's what it Omarion. was. Killed the other one. Did it? Yeah. The other ones don't exist now. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Makes no fucking sense. No. I, the whole thing don't make sense. Well, we're not going to get into that. Right. Um, so for, what we are going to get into first is the sports world, because um, it's what we both like to talk about the most. Um we're both NASCAR fans, and over the weekend, they had their Super Bowl of NASCAR, what they like to call that, um, the Daytona 500. Did you get to watch? Oh, yeah, man. What'd you oh, think? I, I didn't get to watch the beginning, the very beginning, but um, I stepped, I got tuned in a little, a little after. Uh, it was, it was interesting. These new cars, these new cars are crazy. Um, when I turned it on, of course, William Byron, you know, skids into the wall in the back stretch, and I was a little disappointing. Yeah, he got taken out early. Yeah. As soon as I turned it on, I, I don't think I had it on, but five seconds, and I was like, well, shit. You know who who caused the wreck that took him out, right? I don't want to talk about it. The six. I don't want to talk about it. Mm. See, that's the nice thing for me. I don't have a horse in the race anymore. I mean, I don't have one guy where I'm like, I get pissed off if he wrecks. Like, eh. I mean, I don't like seeing the Hendrick cars wreck. I really root for four cars. So, if one's still running, I'm happy. The other three, meh. Whereas before, it was like, son of a bitch. Well, here's the thing. Turn it off. They didn't do that hot. No, no. The Chevys did not. The Chevys had single car speed, but they did not race well. They had horrible tandem drafting. The yeah. Fords and the Toyotas were way. Better. Oh man, they they had their shit together, yeah. and I didn't I didn't realize that this year. Well, I can't say this year because it's only been one race, but it looked like it was more of a manufacturer versus manufacturing going on out there. I don't know if that's going to be the thing this year. I mean, it 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 always plays a factor at restricted plates, and they they have put more emphasis on. Toyotas help Toyotas, Ford sell Ford, Chevy sell Chevy. Which sucks for, you know, I don't like Toyota. Could care less about Toyota. I hope all of them wreck every week. But it sucks for the Toyotas because there's only six of them, or five of them? Mm-hmm. Five. Five. 
get the four JGR and well six because Jordan has two cars now. You know, I think that made me the most mad going into last year. I heard MJ's coming to NASCAR. I'm stoked. Well, there's my new team. Mm -hmm. Then he picks Toyota. Toyota. Like, well, never mind. <laughs> Still love me some MJ. Not in NASCAR. But, I mean, it, it was good. Uh, like you said, the, the Fords really worked well together. Well, except for the six. He just tried to wreck everybody. Yeah. Literally everybody. <laughs> At some point, I think. But really, I don't – you can't – so the, the first big one, I'm assuming that was the first one. Where the, the 21 went upside down? Yes. That was freaky. Um, I don't even know if you, you can say that it was his fault because there is this small pocket of air that you have to get through to bump drag. You've been reading stuff. Have I been reading stuff? Mm -hmm. Talking about pockets of air like you getting behind the wheel of the car. No, nah, man. That's what they said on the TV. <laughs> that's true. That's, 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 what, that's what old uh, Tony Stewart was talking about. And you can see it. Well, he pointed it out. The flaps come up. Yeah, that's in the front the, of the car. That's the first time I ever remember. I don't know if it's just the new cars have hood flaps now and not just the roof flaps. Mm -hmm. I've never remembered. I don't think the old cars had the the. I don't. I don't uh, remember them having them either. Roof flaps like that. But I mean, we could be wrong. I don't think I'm wrong on this one. But you don't. You don't bump draft a car that's sideways. The 21 when the six hit him was sideways. His right side was further up than the six's bumper. Well, when you hit somebody who's kind of turned, guess what they're going to do when you hit them? Oh, yeah. They're going to turn. Yeah. So, no, that was his fault. Stenhouse, that was definitely his fault. Keselowski cost a lot of guys a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the problem. Most of these teams don't have a bunch of cars. I mean, I think Hendrick has two or three cars for each driver, and that's it. They don't have any more. Can't build anymore because they can't get the parts. Because COVID, yeah, <clears throat> bullshit. Sorry, um, I cleared my throat there. Um, the twenty one got lucky though. He got back on all fours. Like he was upside down, landed on all fours, and I thought it was going to start rolling. It didn't. Yeah, that's the scary part about the the super speedways. I mean, it can happen at the mile and a half. I guess you can flip, but super speedway when you get airborne. It's the rolling part yep. that everybody, you know, you flip up and land. I mean, roll cages are going to prevent you if you landed your roof. But it's the rolling aspect. And I don't know if it's how he landed and then got hit and it just bumped him back over mm -hmm. instead of going over, over, time after time. That would have been a wild ride for your first 500. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't remember who said it. I don't know if I was watching the pre-race or during the broadcast. This 500 had 26 of the drivers were 30 and younger. 26. Almost two-thirds of the field was 30 and younger. This is a sport where you're not in your prime until your mid-30s. Yeah. Mid-30s. At least your mid-30s. I mean, that and half tells the field, you NASCAR is coming up. Half the field's under the age of 30. Every 100 driver's under the age of 30. Oh, yeah. I think Larson's getting ready to turn 30. JGR's old. I mean... Is he... Is he... Larson, he's the oldest one. Yeah. I think Larson's 29. I think... Bowman's 28. Byron's 23. I think Elliot's 24, 25. Maybe 26. So they're all under the age of 30. Damn. The old, the old stables, JGR. Hamlin's 40. Bush is... 
Kyle Busch is considered old guy, and he's only 36. Shit, yeah. But he's been doing it for 18 years. He's been doing it since he was 18. Truex. So, I mean, they got Christopher Bell, but JGR is the old guy. Mm. Yeah. Almost almost two-thirds of the field was 30 and younger. I can see a lot of tempers. Well, Being. and that's – they say that's why, you know, the old guard, you had more of the, okay, this is 500 miles. We're going to ride around for a little bit. It ain't going to be bang, 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 right off the start. Where these young guys – they are balls to the wall from the get-go. Right. Which is good. Or it can be in a super speedway really bad. So, I don't know. Um, NASCAR's it, it's in an interesting place because you had all the stuff in 2020. What was that? Yeah, 2020 with Bubba and all the race things and how NASCAR's label is a deep southern sport. You know, I think they lost fans because of all the crap that went down in 2020. I do. They don't – I don't think they market well enough. They don't – I mean, you think about in the 90s when Gordon came along. Jeff Gordon was on everything. He was on Saturday Night Live. He was – everybody knew who Jeff Gordon was. They don't have that anymore. They don't have that superstar. They can't. It can't be Kyle Larson because of what happened. They can't make him poster boy of NASCAR. I mean, they can't. They won't. They can't. They won't. They're trying to get away from that deep southern thing and – what cost him his job? Probably not a good thing to plat because that's a, you make him the face of NASCAR. That's the first thing that comes up. Oh look, the deep southern sport makes the racist their number one guy. So you, I, you can read the tweets right off. You can picture the tweets right off the top of your head. Yeah, but that percentage is so small. We live in a society where it's about the small percentage and not the big percentage. Uh, unfortunately, plain and simple. Unfortunately, you know, do I? I want to see Bubba do well. And I think NASCAR does not because he's black. And I don't I don't want him to do well because he's black. I want him to do well because he's, it's good for the sport that Michael Jordan's car wins. He's not a bad driver. He's young and stupid. His Netflix series is not bad. Some of the people they've interviewed on there, I don't I don't particularly care for Jamel Hill being the one. I'll go ahead and throw her out there. I can't stand her. Her takes on everything is it. Yeah, I can't stand her. So when I saw it, I was like, well, that's just weirdness to me. But it, 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 it does a very good job of depicting it, but it also, it interviews Denny, and he's like, you know, the, the upcoming episode I'm getting ready to watch, him and Bubba get into it because he don't feel Bubba's putting forth the effort. He's like, I'm paying you millions of dollars. You ain't getting in the sim time. You ain't putting in the homework. You ain't doing all this stuff. He goes, you will, we will let you go. You're not, we don't keep tokens. He's like, MJ's not going to keep, and Jordan told him to start last year. We're here to win. If not, I'm going to find somebody else that will. Yep. Michael Jordan ain't going to keep Bubba as his driver because Bubba's black. Jordan will fire him as quick as he fires the next person. All Michael Jordan wants to do is win. Yep. And if I'm stroking a million-dollar-a-year check to you, motherfucker, you better put you that better, thing in victory lane. You better be putting in some work. And I don't think he did. I, I, now. I don't know. Daytona, he, he was putting in work. Dude, dude was climbing up the board. Dude he lost second. it. He finished second. He lost it from, what, uh, front corner panel? Like, he was That's right. Two. He was on the door. That's two. He finished two out of five. He finished second. But now, continue that. Did you see him at the, after after the race, the interview? You were so fucking right when I was describing it. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> but, um, he, uh, 
He was pissed. But he should he he felt he should have won. He had a hell of a move though. That was a hell of a move. He waited too long. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the problem with those with those tracks is he just nobody wants he's Toyota. Nobody wants to help Toyota. Ford and Chevy manufacturers don't want to see a Toyota win. So yeah, running up there alone. Yeah, cause, I mean he had Bush, but Bush was so damaged he couldn't do nothing. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think they're in for a good year. Um, I wish they would cut down some of the fucking road courses. I don't mind three or four of them, but we're up to six now. Really? Yeah. I they they go to Indianapolis and run the fucking road course. We don't run the Brickyard 400 anymore. We run the fucking road course. Why? These are fucking stock cars. They're not Formula One. They're not open wheel. They're stock cars. They run on ovals. Got mixed up with the people, man. We had to, and that was okay. I don't mind. I don't mind the. I didn't mind Daytona Road Course because they didn't take another date away from Daytona. It still had. Its, it still had its day. I don't mind Watkins Glen. I don't mind Sonoma. The stupid the circuits of the Americas. That track's fucking stupid. That's done. They can do away with that. That's done. But. You're again. You're trying to play to this real teeny tiny segment of of people when ninety percent of your fan base wants to see short tracks and super speedways. <laughs> yep, we're gonna. You know what we're gonna get? We're gonna give you new tracks this year. Three fucking road courses. What the fuck? As a junior fan, I hated road courses because I knew he had no chance to win. Never, never would you see Dale Jr. in first place on a goddamn road course. They are a little boring. Yeah, they're boring as hell. I don't, I don't watch the road course races. I try to watch as many of them as I can, and I don't, I don't watch those. They're just boring as shit. Give me some more short tracks. Give Bristol a second concrete date instead of that fucking dirt date. Yeah, no shit. I, I thought it was gonna be cool watching them race on dirt. Till you couldn't fucking see. Yeah, and I was like, nah, I don't. This, this ain't, this ain't it. No, you can't fucking. It you ain't can't, it. You can't see nothing. It ain't it. Now bringing in all the late models, right? You Which, know that was that was pretty cool, but they sh- what they should have done is each you have to have a late. They should have ran late models. Shouldn't have ran stock cars on dirt. Build a late model. But Man, you can you imagine that? Well, yeah, because the they oh they God, be... they run there like for three months before they take the dirt off. There was no 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 like actual like going back mm-hmm. old school mm-hmm. having these guys hopping late models. Elliot and Larson then do it all the time. Well, I know they do it all the time, but I'm just saying like you know actual. Problem is, most of them didn't come up on dirt. Most of them, most of the younger guys came up on asphalt. But they raced on dirt last year. Did it handle it up in that in the Bubba documentary? He goes. I was, I, he goes, I've raced on dirt three times. And he goes, I was horrible. He goes, I am not fucking looking forward to this shit. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. They'll, they'll make some changes, I guess, eventually. But I do, I, I do like the new cars. Um, I didn't know how well I'd like it. But I think it raced better than, than it tested. So we'll, we'll see when they go to the intermediate and the short tracks. And this tired ordeal, I don't, man. I don't I I don't know about these new 
one lug tires. You better hit the motherfucker square or your crew chief's gone for four weeks. Four weeks? Mm-hmm. Four weeks. Not to do, not to do the, the put some on. Yeah, crew chief's gone. No, they don't, they don't, they don't, you know. So, both crew chiefs are gone for four weeks, and another crew member that they get to choose is gone. For the four dude weeks. that puts it on, he gone. Nah. Because they ain't got nobody to replace him. Oh, we'll find somebody. We'll go into the pool. Yeah, they're not going to do that. But yeah, crew chief's, mm. gone for, crew chief's gone for four weeks. We'll pick one of them dudes off the, uh, the bush, the bush teams. We're moving up. Yeah. But, uh. Bring the, bring the relief out of the, out of the bullpen. Can yeah. I use, can I use that term? I mean. I mean, they're on lockout. They're not going to care, right? We're going to get to that here in a minute. Oh. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. So, in episode two, we're going to make bold predictions. Who wins the championship in November? Don't pick with your heart. Pick with your brain. Damn it. Who wins the championship? That's, that's hard. That's hard. So I feel like Larson Larson caught a tough break in Daytona. Wrong place, wrong time. Exactly. I feel like he's going to do it again. I think we're going back to back. First time since Jimmy did it. Did I know. In a row. I, he's he, he could drive, dude. Well, I mean, I I, I think he's the the best race car. Driver in the world, because yes, don't get me wrong; those guys that drive the F one cars are phenomenal. But then a damn one of them can come to NASCAR and do what they do in F one. Now, do I think Larson can go over there and win ten times? Hell no. But do I think he can go over there and run top five and compete? Yes. I don't think those guys can come to NASCAR and do it. No. I want to see many, Larson run. Many have tried. I want to see Larson run the five, the Indy five hundred. Oh, you know you will. Well, they're talking about it for next year. They said it's too close. It's too early. It's too late now to put something together. But mm-hmm. Hendrick wants to put in a, put a ride together and then run the five hundred. Be some shit if NASCAR's number one guy goes over and wins the Indy five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, open wheel. Yeah, that's the only open wheel race I watch every any time. Is the five hundred? I do watch the Indy five hundred. If it's not him, I'm gonna say Denny. You think Hamlin finally breaks through? He's due. Man, he's always saying, right there. People been saying he's been due for a decade. He's always right there. All right, I'm gonna give you two. So I'm gonna give you. I think I, I'm gonna I'm take a cop out. <laughs> I think a Hendry Motorsports driver. Wins, oh wins come on. Um. Okay. All right. I'll I'll pick. The, I'll give you between two of them. It's gonna be Elliott or or Bowman. I think Bowman. I think Larson has in one of the playoff races has mechanical issues and, and he doesn't even make it to the final four. Really? And I think he's the best driver in NASCAR. Don't get me wrong, not, but I don't. I think something happens mechanically and he doesn't make the final four. So why would you pick Bowman and not Elliott? Be- the reason I say that is because I think Bowman won Bi- four times Byron last year. Is, you know that, is, right? It's young, right? You know Bowman won four won four times last year, right? Right. Nobody talks about it. Right. He catches one break in the playoffs. He's in the final four. He had the second most wins behind Larson's ten. He doesn't make any moves. He was in it last year and didn't make any moves. Him and Byron sat in the back all the whole playoffs. I, the shit was pissing me off. It's like, oh, we're Ryan teammates. Newman, we're teammates, but we're gonna sit back here and jerk each other off. The first like, year of the final four, Ryan Newman got all the way to the final four and didn't win a race. 
just got to get there. And Bowman's consistent enough to get. He had mechanical issues that cost him play the, in the playoffs. He's consistent enough. So if I have to pick a Hendrick drive, I'm taking Bowman. I'm probably going to be wrong, but he took over for the Aviators. Got a little, got a little love for the guy. Dark Horse is the six. Brad wins another one. Really? He'll be there. Oh, oh, uh, fancy name guy. Fancy name last guy. Na- last name guy. Kozlowski? Yeah. So, for me, my final four, I'm taking Brad, I'm taking Alex, Chase, and Kyle Bush. I don't think Hamlin makes the final four either. Bold predictions. Sure to go wrong. You're not, not even considering Hamlin at all. I think he. Oh, I think he's, you're. I think he's due to not get. I put a Toyota in the final four. On, don't start no that shit wouldn't. with me. No, you wouldn't. I put Kyle Busch. You hate Toyotas. I put Kyle Busch in the final four because I think he's the second best driver in NASCAR. And Kyle Busch started as a Chevy driver. Except for that. You know Denny's a, a, a VA boy, so give a fuck. you're not gonna give him some love. Yeah, little hometown love. I didn't like Ward Burton and Jeff Burton either, and they're oh from South God. Boston. So yeah, I'm, I'm good. Fuck Hamlin. Just saying. Well, is what it is. So pun intended. Shifting gears. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, pun intended. Um, on top of being big NASCAR fans, I was considered both of us big baseball fans. Well. Right now, if they don't get a deal done in their collective bargaining by Monday, we're going to lose opening day. I was reading last night that they are nowhere near each other. So. I think another meeting supposed to happen, I think. Today. Yeah. Up until, yeah. So, there's a 25-item list that the players want to bargain on. As of this morning, they've gotten through exactly one. Really? One. That they've agreed on. Probably not even the money. No, they ain't got to that part yet. They ain't got to the money yet. They ain't got to the service manipulation yet. Um, You know, I saw The Athletic put out a thing. Scherzer showed up in a Porsche. And they're like, you know, they want us to feel sorry for them. And he showed up in a Porsche. And the guy was, the, um, the comments with it was, yeah. He's got money. He knows he has money. He's not here bargaining for his fucking self. He's bargaining for his teammates that only make $500,000. Yep. Yep. These owners showed up in fucking private planes. And you're and you're fucking with a dude that rented a Porsche? Yeah. He The dude tweeted, he goes, I could go rent a Porsche if I want to pay for it. You can rent any car that you want. Right. But they tried to, tried to spin it. Make the players look bad because you showed up in a Porsche. Well, it's it's always like that. Every time you come to one of these, let's renegotiate the contracts. It's always comes out to well, these players make too much. Well, yeah, most of, most of these high level guys, these okay. name guys, the face of the franchise guys, yeah. make a lot of money. What about the, what about the dudes that are putting in the work underneath of them? Pro sports. It's just like society. The top 1% make a lot of money. And then it trickles down. And it's your blue collars. Yep. 
I think baseball players, out of all professional athletes, earn their money the most. Because basically, they train all year. All athletes train all year round. They might take a couple weeks off, but they train all year round, no matter what sport they play. You start base. The season starts first week in February. The earliest your season ends is the first week in October. That's for the bad teams. Yeah. If you're on a good team, like say the Astros or the Dodgers, who've been to the World Series what two, three times in the last five years, you're playing till November. So take that salary and spread it out. For these guys making million dollars, million five, two, three million. That everybody says, oh, they make too fucking much. Well, okay. But factor that on the days. 162 games. Practices. Travel. I mean, I think... I think they're overpaid, but... <laughs> all athletes, all, all professional athletes are way overpaid for what they do. But I think baseball earns... They don't earn what they get paid, but it's like I, I tell people, you're only worth what somebody's willing to pay you. Right. And there ain't a goddamn motherfucker on the face of this earth if if the New York Mets go, I'm going to pay you $43 million a year. I want you to come play for me. No, man, I don't think I'm worth that. You you, you pay me much less. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do I sign? Yeah, right. Right. Now, the, the only time I, I ever complained about that was when NFL rookies would hold out for these monster contracts. Never played a down. Never played a down. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you did in college. Yeah. There's way more busts than there are bills. Right. Th- that would piss me off. But in this instance, you know, they're fighting. They want a bigger piece of the pie, which only reason people asses are ever 18 inches is the dudes on the field. It's not the fucking owner up in the box. They want the good players in the minors to not have to play seven years to get paid, which I'm okay with. Now, this could fuck the Orioles because we have a few guys that <laughs> are really good. But I agree with them on that. I mean, that's just they, – they want paid. They want they want the arbitration to be sooner. So got, they're fighting for guys to get paid sooner. They're not fighting for monster contracts. They're not fighting against baseball putting in a salary cap. Baseball is the only sport that does not have a salary cap. They got the luxury tax. I mean, at the end of the day, these billionaire owners, oh, look at the Dodgers. They had a $300 million payroll, but they won a World Series. They had million, they had three and a half million fans over the course of the year. I think that paid for that luxury tax bill. So they're people have to realize they're not fighting. They're, the guys who are there, Scherzer, uh, Garrett Cole, Andrew Miller, dudes who made their money, got big contracts. They're not fighting to save their big contracts. They're fighting to get a bigger piece of the pie, to get these younger guys paid sooner, so they don't have to wait three years, six years before they get paid. Where you're not getting paid till you're thirty, and then it's like, oh well, you're you're thirty. I get to play shit with this kid down here. It's half, you know, ten years younger, and I gotta pay a hundredth of what I'm paying you. So, I mean, sports media is gonna—they're gonna flip it against the players. In plain and simple, they just are. Well, that, I think these guys are out here playing 160-some games a year on the road majority of the season. It's, I mean, you got to – people's time is, is valuable. 
I think. You're going to look at me really weird when I say this. And we both played this sport. I think the easiest sport to be a professional is football. Yes, it's a lot of wear and tear, as we both know. But, I don't know if it's easy. You get to the league, okay? You don't practice on Monday. You're film and walkthrough on Tuesday. Oh, you're talking about, like, overall schedule. Right. So, you're... I thought you were talking about, like, trying to get into it. Like, being... Well, no, the NFL, I think, is harder to get into because it's 32... You got 52 spots on 32 teams. Right. They don't have a developmental league like baseball and basketball do. Right. Well, but I don't know. They might. I mean, they, they, they might, might now. Um, but I think once you get into the NFL, I think it's the easiest on the professional side of things. Because you you're off on Mondays. Now, you choose to go in, watch film, work out, but it's not mandatory. You got film session, walkthrough on Tuesday. You might hit a little bit on Wednesday and Thursday, maybe early in the season. You get later in the season, you ain't even hitting on those days. Do they ever hit? Let's be honest. They do in training camp. Let's be honest. They do in training camp. Come on. Be real with the people, Shane. So, Do they really hit in practice? In training camp, yes. Once they get in the season, though. Well, why would you? Training camp? You think they hit in training camp? I do. I don't think they do. As many guys that get hurt in training camp? Yeah, they do. I don't think they do. I mean, we could go watch a training camp live if we wanted to. The Commanders. I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Well, the Ravens are in Maryland. If I'm watching a training camp, I'm flying my ass all the way out to fuck California, I dog. I ain't flying to California for training camp. <laughs> I am. Or we'll just wait till they come back to Dallas. But I think once you get to the professional ranks, I think football is it, it's 16, it's 17 games. To maintain, like, uh, schedule-wise, yes. I think it's, I mean... I even think I think baseball is more wear and tear on your body than football. Depending on the position, pitcher, hell yeah. Anybody, catcher, anybody. Oh yeah, catcher, pitcher and catcher. Because you're doing it for four nights in a row. My knees hurt when I watch baseball, like September. Like knowing this guy's been down here for a hundred some games. Like and he's probably been doing it since he was eight years old. Yeah. But and most of them are like six foot. Yeah. <laughs> but football, you play a game, you fly into that town on Saturday, play a game on Sunday, get treatment, and you go home. And you're off for another week. Baseball, you're going to play three games, get done that sec- that third game probably 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, depending where you are. Mm-hmm. Then you go hop on a plane because you got to be in California to play a 4 o'clock game tomorrow. Yeah. The yeah. wear and tear on baseball – I'd say baseball's the top, basketball's next because they have back-to-backs, then probably hockey. I'd say football out of the four major sports is probably the easiest because you get more recover time. If you're sore, you ain't going out to practice. You ain't practicing. You just go sit on the sideline. So I I think football's the easiest to recover. You get more time to recover. I really wish we knew somebody that was in the NFL. I'll have to look on that. You got a better chance to meet somebody that plays baseball. Well, yeah. But, you know. Gage made the bar- JV baseball team. I seen that. Yeah. yeah. For the old high school. Yeah, yeah. I have to go over and watch the game. Uh, old U- old Euler. 
He's baseball coach. Jay Reed. Oh, there you go. There he is. Um, I told I I told Bo's mom that I'm like, oh, somebody else is a pioneer. Damn it. Then I'm sitting there going like, my kids are gonna be the only warriors. <laughs> yeah. Both of ours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yours was yeah. Yours was yeah. That's gonna be a little weird. Mm. I don't know if I can do it. God damn. Well, Dad did for four years. He wore he wore did Golden he? Seven Warrior. Oh man, I bet you that killed him. Like the first, like the first time he put it on, you know. Oh, he a said little... he says he looked at. <laughs> I can remember it. So <laughs> it was my fresh. It was my freshman year, and you know we going to workout stuff, and you know they oh well, you can buy you know some shirts and stuff. So of course I bought him one. He puts it on. He looks in the mirror in the, in the bedroom and goes. <sighs> yes, I can picture his face. He goes, four years. Mom looks at him and goes, are you really trying to wish these four years to fly by? He goes, yeah, no. <laughs> he goes, in the etch, uh, retrospect of him graduating high school, no. In retrospect of putting my maroon back on, yes. I was like, you don't have to wear it. He goes, no, this is where you go. So for the next four years, this is the school that I support. Oh yeah, he I was, bet you it was a little tough when he, when when you guys played Hamlin. Not really, because he only beat him one out of three out of the four years. So no, yeah. basketball was a little different. You go bas- basketball games, it, it was, but because yeah. he for him it was harder to root for Millbrook basketball because he played basketball at Hamlin. Football, he, he didn't play football, oh, okay. so it wasn't as hard for him to flip the switch for football. Basketball was a little more tough, which it was a lot more competitive. Football first three years they just mollywopped us, mm-hmm. then we finally beat him like beat him in the fourth year, but. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, I was part of that. He was like, uh, I took three of them. Uh, like uh, he's just like, uh, on top of it being, you know, not maroon. He goes, this is like a fucking Tar Heel coat. Nah. <laughs> yeah. He hated that fact too. <laughs> yes, <he did. laughs> but no, he was. So that's what, that was my Maryland guy right there. He was. He was. I still got that house divided sign with the M slash and the MC next to it that we found. We were in Myrtle Beach and we went to the sports store and they ha- and they had a bunch of them, and I was looking through them and Dad goes, "Look at this one," and the guy goes, "Yeah, I had a special order and you had to order two of them." Mom walked over and went, "Thank you," and bought it on the spot. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And set up in the basement of the house. So, yeah, I guess I'll have to ugh, wear red and black. Yeah, I don't mind black. I'll probably wear a lot more black, <laughs> black than red. <sighs> I know. It's gonna be tough. Which I mean, I still have time. Yours is a lot closer than mine. Yeah, I, still I don't see him playing any sports though. Yeah, but you still want to support the school. That'd be different. Will I? Yes. Be part of the Warrior Booster Club. No, Booster Club for what? He's not gonna be in anything. You never know. I mean, that esports stuff looks pretty cool. I Maybe haven't he'll really be in drama. Checked it out. I don't, maybe. Maybe I'll go. And but they don't him. have like. Do they have like drama T-shirts like? More into drama. He would just wear a Sharando t-shirt at that point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he gets into that, we're going to create him. Make up our own shirts. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I tell you, Cole wants to do theater. He asked mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little There's a little theater downtown. That Is goes, there? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You want to give me money for it? Do it. $300 for six weeks. What? Yeah. You want to keep telling me to do it? I think less. For for six? Six weeks. Yeah. Just six. Well, I'm assuming that's for co- they're gonna do they're gonna do a production, so it'd be costumes, you know. 
props that. Well, they better be doing something. Yeah, it's only for like fi- it's once a week for like fifty minutes. Yeah, it's from like four thirty to uh, forty minutes. Four thirty to five five. Well, I bet you they put on a hell of a show though. I mean, how much? What kind of show can you put on a three to five year old? I mean, you'd be surprised. I think he would be. I just worry if he'd go on stage and say a bunch of stupid. That's always what worries me. I think after the first time, he'll be all right. I don't know. I'm going to look into it and see. I mean, he's pretty outgoing. He's not like you. No, no, he's He's got, that's his mother right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. I think he'd be all right. Everything else he got from me. That he got from his mom. Yeah. I told him this morning. So I got up. She, the baby woke up. And I woke up like, I've been up since like 445. Got up, took a shower. About nap time for you, man. Pretty much. <laughs> um, went downstairs, got the, um, or got her back, got her back to sleep, and then made myself some breakfast, sitting on the couch listening to the Ma- Pat McAfee show. Great listen. I will plug it every day of the week. Um, and I hear, I'm like, what? I'm like, oh no. And I make, I feel like a bad dad when I say that, but I'm like, here it is, quarter till seven. I got 45 minutes before I got to start work. I'm like, oh, man, I'll go to the couch, finish this podcast. Now go to work. Daddy. Daddy. What, Bubba? Sure, honey. Turn off the McAfee show because it is not, <laughs> it is explicit, not good for children. Not kid friendly. Um, and we just sat there and talked. And I'm like, you couldn't be more like me if I picked you out. He's an early riser, early, early sleeper. He gets up probably six thirty, six six thirty every day, and goes to bed at seven thirty every day. Really? Still, that kid sleeps like a fucking tank. I'm like, oh god, please let this get Michael Eric into the infection. Oh, it will. I, I hope it does. He need he, he needs to. But he. I was I was like that when I was a kid, man. I was in bed by like nine ten o'clock on the weekends, awake seven. You know what I'm saying? Six seven o'clock, I was up. I always got my mom up for work. Like, really? Yeah. Like, as I got older, my dad would come in and go, hey. Mom would go, why? Why? Why are you bothering him? He gets up and goes out. Leave him be. And this was when I was going to bed at midnight, getting up, like, sitting on the phone, talking to people till midnight, and then mm-hmm. getting up going to school the next day. Because, you know, our weekend started, our, our free minutes started. Uh, nine o'clock. Was it nine? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because then it got moved back to seven. I, I never had a phone that I, I had to do that on. So, because mom's job, we had a second phone line that was hooked up to her fax machine, but it was also a phone in my room. Oh, no. So, I didn't, I could call anytime. So, also, you had a phone in your, yeah. I had a legit landline phone. I had one of those, but I had to share it with my sister. That sucked. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, they did. Well, now it's a video. Well, not a fucking landline. Um, I might at that point, so I can monitor who was getting talked to. Um, they can still be on a cell phone. That's true. But, but yeah, but he's, he's just like. God, it's just like me, which can be good, can be bad. Yeah, it's old. It's old <laughs> Shane Jr. right there. I was gonna start calling him Junior. That's what that's what everybody says to me. 